Welcome to episode two of Potato Tomato. My name is Trenton Ingle, and I'm here with Gabe, Ethan, Jack, Cole, and special guest Elizabeth. Hello. Today, we will be discussing how schools should reopen. In my opinion, there are several options that could be safer than opening up actual physical schools. Hi, this is Ethan, and in my opinion, I think we should split up the schools into two halves, and some people go on one day, and then the other half go on another day. This would allow teachers to teach students how to work online school, and it would also limit the contact between students, making it harder for COVID to spread. Uh, Gabe here, and I think we should postpone, or at least move school backward, so that it starts later in the year. It may end around May or June, but at least we should probably let this settle because uh, the second wave of COVID could come. Um, and I think at least postpone it. Just move it back, I guess. This is Cole, and personally, I think it'd be a good idea to have like the eighth graders and high schoolers go back to school and not the rest of the middle school and the elementary because we have a better understanding of what is going on in the world and we know what to do. With them, they really don't know as much and they just want to focus on being at school with their friends when we would actually understand the severity of the situation. I'm Jack and I think that now that we've had an experience with this, we should set up programs over the summer where small groups of people could go in and be taught how to use the system and we should have all our assignments be limited to a few different websites so that there's consistency. And I also think we should focus more on testing. This is Elizabeth. Um, I think that each school district should handle it differently because not every district has the same amount of kids and has the same situation going on. Now that we know everyone's opinions, let's have an open discussion about the topic. I'll start off again. Last year, we had maybe a few vocab tests, and we didn't have any other tests, and I think that, I mean, it, it worked this year because we were all trying to go along and just figure it out as we went, but I think we should prepare more next year and focus on testing and actually give students the stuff that they need, because now we're all a little bit more experienced in it. So I think we can come up with a consistent system to get work out from home and still focus on testing. And I agree with something that you said earlier about, well, someone said having people go into schools so we can learn about the online schooling. I feel like there should be small amounts of kids that go to school on certain days so the teachers can explain to us how they want to use the online schooling. So we, like teachers and students together, can both understand how it works better so we all just have a better experience overall. I feel like at the smaller schools, we have such a low enrollment that we could, like, we could set in social distancing methods while we go to school like every day normally. Because what, we have like 15 kids in a class at a time? Yeah, especially because the population density is so low around here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. What do you think? Like our would... county only has like 10 cases. Like that it's... obviously wouldn't be the case. Well, there's, as of now, there's only two active cases. Oh, all right. But do you think, what do you think the best way to split them up would be? Do you think like, using more classrooms and putting less people in it or do you think we should have like this group of students this half of the school goes for one week while the other one's online or should we like alternate days what do you think or i wish think, i think like i like how cole said the people from sixth grade below don't go to 
school and they just stay online. Yeah. Like, we and should do something. Yeah. Then we have so many open classrooms, we could, like, we could put less. Out. We yeah. have more and classrooms to work with, and you can spread out the people more evenly. Yeah, and we can, like, cut non mandatory classes you know yeah oh yes and then also i feel like we should do like every grade will be split in half like monday one um one group would be online and the other one would be at the school and then for tuesday it'd switch so it's alternating who has the online classes and then who is actually in person at the school and then on like fridays they swap each week yeah Mm. Yeah. like how a and b classes are yeah i think it should be every week yeah i will say then it wouldn't be like Right. Yeah. If you so switch like, every day, there's going to be people that forget. Oh, yeah. you could oh, also, yeah. I also thought about this. You could offer a system where you say, we're going to come to school, we're going to try to social distance, but there's also going to be online courses available if you don't feel comfortable coming. And yeah. then the students that can't, like, there are going to be some times where it's just not possible to social distance. So if you're not willing to take that risk, you can just stay home. Mm-hmm. Right. That's and a good I, idea. I feel like, because um, you have to get the parents' um, permission but I think it could be a good idea to like have the teachers, like every teacher record their like in-class session. So if um, some parents aren't comfortable with their kids going back to school, they can send that video out so they're not missing anything that actually happened in class itself. Yeah. So they're still getting all the same experiences just from home. Yeah, yeah. I don't like my And math. then you can also have, because I've seen like some places in Japan, they would do this where they have like, they're like, they're digitally, like they have robots, but. Right. We don't have yeah. that. Like, yeah. We don't have that around here. Well, we could just like have like a call, like Discord or Zoom, yeah. if we really wanted to. Yeah. The one my point. math teacher, like my math teacher this year, he would videotape like lessons. Like it was, he would videotape what he would do on like a normal day, and he that made classes much easier. Like other teachers didn't do that, and. It, everything got really confusing. Yeah, I enjoyed those classes much better than all the other ones. Because of... Oh, sorry for cutting you off. You can go. I feel like the one issue... One of the issues with, like, doing half online schooling is the kids... The students still won't feel the responsibility to complete it like they would right. in school. And we already saw that with what we did this spring. That all these students wouldn't complete their work and it dropped their grades dramatically. So. Yeah, but that's why, like, teachers should teach about that while they have the time... While they are in school for their half yeah <laughs> with lack of motivation that's why i think the every other day from online to in like public like at the school itself would be more it'd make more sense in my opinion than going every other week because they still have that accountability because they'll still be going to the school every other day so the teachers can hold them accountable for not doing their work at school it's not they have that week of doing nothing mm-hmm. if they don't do any of their work and then have to worry about it the next week I really don't think it's an option for schools to shut down completely again because they, like, need that funding to, like, stay open, especially inner-city schools that don't have enough funding as it is already. They need the funding, like, for kids going back to school to... Well, they get their like, funding from the like state. It's the, not the, most, it's not the like majority the of it isn't from yeah, the but like school. This west, or, yeah, west of here that just lost a bunch of teachers because of this. <laughs> Yeah. Nope, not going to say names, names, but... Yeah. What school are you talking about? Yeah, I didn't hear about this. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Okay, pause. Okay, Ayersville. Oh, yeah, I heard about they also might have to close down the school as well. Yeah, Yeah, I heard about that. If if they don't get enough money. Yeah. Yeah, the levy didn't pass. It didn't? Yeah, I was... I was surprised by that. I was surprised, too. I was because it would... 
increased land taxes and the farmers didn't want to pay for that because it mm, increased uh, a lot. So mm. they'd have to pay a ton of money. This this is what I'm talking about. Like schools need this money to stay open, especially when they don't have enough funding as it is already. And parents are probably gonna start to get mad if they're paying full full tax and like price for their student students to be oh. Learning from home over computers. Oh, yeah. And I also yeah. heard that Ayersville, you have to pay to play sports. You have to yeah. pay for, like, the equipment and to play it. And, like, I... Who knows? You're still cutting this out. And I do know that there were some parents who felt ripped off. So how are there going to be people that will try to go to online schooling because of this? I mean, I know, I think the taxing goes by property, right? Like, which school district you're in. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. They only tax the people that are in the school district, right. as I think. I wonder how if there will be people willing to opt out of to go to a different school, which will still affect us. I feel like yeah, most of them I'm will because sure of that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like a bunch of kids from Ayersville are going to start going to Tenora or uh, Defiance. Especially right. since most students don't get the, like. I know you do, Trenton, but most students don't feel like they're getting the same education over computer, right. so they're not getting what they paid for, right. per se. No. I'd also be surprised if some students didn't go to homeschooling. I feel like some parents are actually going to opt into that option for this right. upcoming school year because they aren't comfortable, comfortable with their kids going back into classrooms. It's a very quiet option that I think you're right. I think most, or not most, but some parents will, um, will follow into... Uh, homeschooling due to the fact of what's going on mm-hmm. especially with all these like new programs popping up there's it seems like so there's, many there it seems like there's new ones coming out every day and there's mm-hmm. and they're discounted a lot in this time yeah. because everything that's going on some of them are actually free at the moment that's why i think it's necessary to like have a little program even if it's before the school year officially starts to just get students in and show them how to use the program and I don't think, no matter how bad it gets, I don't think we should do that pass-fail thing again or yeah. not let it affect eligibility. The next, I think we should hold them accountable to keep their grades up. I don't yep. think the high school was pass-fail. It wasn't. But it was just the middle school was. I don't think we should do that with anybody. Yeah. No. I, that was... I think I think it's because yeah, I think they, expected, like, they, would have met, they expected a lack of maturity from them. Right. Which I feel like in some students they might have found that, but I feel like as a, like as a whole, it wasn't that bad. But I mean, they showed the willingness to do that last year, so what if like it gets so bad that they do it to everyone? Yeah. I don't think they should do that. I personally yeah. feel like the work itself was a lot easier than it would be in class until the point of how do you work this? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I found it pretty easy. Like I mean, I, my grades didn't really drop at all, yeah. but I think the main issue was just figuring out the website because every website will teach you a little bit differently but you just gotta figure it out so like that's the thing like does i feel like the school would benefit the most if we did like what the math teachers were doing and we're recording their lessons in person so then it's consistent i know it would require a little bit more from the teachers but if we taught them how to do it like programs similarly to teaching the students how to use the online class if we yeah. could keep it all on the google classroom i think it would help a lot yeah because oh, everyone knows how to use google classroom it's just, had yeah. teachers who would use a different website every week like what is this yeah. and then we can yeah. also go because google also just made one of their meeting apps free what's, yeah. it, what's it called like google I, meet I yeah, think. yeah. I'm pretty sure it's we nice. could use that instead of zoom because it's all because zoom there's a lot of security concerns with it it's super easy for right. people so to I bypass this- themselves into that well, Discord. Discord I is, feel like it. You, you can have thirty-five people in a meeting with. Oh, I thought there wasn't a limit. No, there's thirty-five. Well, like Zoom is like four hundred with like the maximum, like the highest 
I feel membership, like but with Google, it's like 100 or 200. So that'd be perfect for like our school size. Yeah. yeah. And we already have like our Google accounts, like just so it's all in one ecosystem. And we don't have to worry about extra passwords, like different usernames. It'd be so more simplistic and easy for the less tech inclined students and teachers that we have at our school yeah. district. Yeah. Well, so you guys want to go like homeschooling, like half, half and half. What about public schools? Like, I'm not public schools. Cut that part Private out. schools. Private schools? I mean, uh, no, cut this part out. No, 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 no. no, no. It's all right. Text saying... What, uh, what about inner city schools where kids, like, a lot of more kids don't have as much money and they don't have the right access right. to technology? And that brings it back, like, is it worth the risk? Because there's two ways that this can affect it. You can either have students not learning it through online or when they're there physically, there's the threat of getting coronavirus. And I don't think it's mainly for the students. I think it's, it's like, say you have 15 students in a classroom, they each have four family members. That group gets really big really fast. I think they're worried about like the people at home, grandma and grandpa that are gonna get sick. And like, is it worth it? Do, the, do they outweigh, does one outweigh the other? See, I, that's where I think the sense of responsibility comes in when you should have the option to do homeschool or like in-class school because if you are living with your grandparents then you might not wanna go and like sit in a class all day with 15 other kids, 20 other kids, but when you're not really living with anyone that's um, in the day at like at high risk, then you don't really have much risk. But there's also the sense of responsibility where if you're going to take that path, then you probably should stay away from your grandparents and your like great aunts and uncles. Yeah, but and what also, happens if you get it and then you give it to like your friend or something who does live with their grandparents? Yeah, this is a problem. We'd yeah. have to shut down everything. Oh, and yeah. go, we'd have to be prepared to go into full online schooling in one day. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like, I mean, it, we're like three months away from school starting, so it could, a lot could change. But I feel like right now, the safest way to like balance out physical safety and learning like actually learning the subjects, I feel like it would be, you can choose to come in, but we're gonna broadcast all the stuff. So if you are not comfortable, then you can stay home. I love the idea of just broadcasting what you're doing because there's also kids that learn a different way and they learn at a different speed. And there's also kids that just don't wanna learn. So you can continue to play the video and continue to learn at your speed. I also like, let's say you're sick or Let's say you get corona. Let's say you have to do something. Someone dies, you have to go to a funeral. You can just replay the video that, the, that was already broadcasted and you can just watch it and learn. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. okay. I think that, but like, we'd have to, the teachers would have to do their homework and we'd have to know, even the students, we'd all have to know that if one person gets it, we're gonna not be going to school the next day and we're gonna have to be able to handle that transition. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important for us to understand how to do both. Like, respect social distancing social distancing in the school building and then also work the online schooling because yeah there's a possibility one day someone's going to get it and entire schools are being closed down because of it and i think mm -hmm. it would be a good idea if like the teachers that also set up a lesson plan for like packets not just um not, not busy work like not like, like the not, blizzard bags no not like blizzard bags but like oh packets physical packets and then computers so that you have an option on which one you want to do if you right. didn't like the online all your, right. all your physical work has to be able to put online, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Right? so yeah. They, should, they should be connected like, to each other. Like PDF yes. forms, just fill them out. Right. Like You can print them out. Yeah, all, all the stuff you can do at school has right. to be 
something you can do at home. Right, because we have to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Which you... I think that's why those programs to get people in and for the teachers and the students to get them to understand the system, I think, is necessary. Mm-hmm. What about sports? I feel like with some sports, it's so much like close contact that I don't think it'd be the greatest idea. And with that, I feel like you'd have to, like, just in case, they would have you like take showers in the locker rooms to like desan- to sanitize, just in case there was someone who had come in contact with someone that did have it, just to be on the safe side. And like my biggest concern would be the football team, because right. sometimes you're traveling two hours to a different place, you have no clue what the situation's like over there. So like we might have to like adapt our schedule or our our yeah game schedule to make sure that the people we're coming in contact couldn't have it, like at the most low risks. A surprising amount of money for the schools does come from football, though. Like, it poses a high risk, but it also is a substantial amount of financial. Right. We would definitely feel it if we just canceled the whole season. I don't think Holgate would feel it as much as bigger city schools, because we don't have as much of a crowd that travels places and goes to games. But, um bigger schools would definitely feel it more. Even if we just made, like, an intimate group of, like, eight to ten teams that just agreed to, like, only play each other, and then we all are on the same page. Like, if one person in in any of the eight schools gets it, then we all shut, gets coronavirus, then we all shut down. I think even if we do that, we still need to try to get our sports going. And I feel like they should do it, like, where you get, like, a... Because I know that tests are slowly getting cheaper and cheaper. I feel like it'd be a wise decision to have, like them take a test like a day before the sporting event that they're participating right. in mm-hmm. so that means that there is a very low chance of them transmitting it which i mean and by then we might be able to get tests whenever we want yeah but like i feel like cross country isn't a big issue like I, we don't really have to like we're right mm-hmm. now just talking about like fall and winter sports yeah. but it's much less like, like, contacts like, right no, yeah but that's, think about like tipping and that yeah that's like, all those people because yeah. we all oh, yeah. breathe on each it would, other. It would be oh, yeah. hard, but I feel like that's... We might have to cut out some meats, but I feel like it'd be easier to get around those the caution tape. Or they would they have probably could just send you off in smaller groups as say, well. Right. They yeah. could like yeah. make the starting line bigger. Right. Or yeah. you could even go... You could like separate it up. This would be... I would not enjoy this at all. But you could set it, separate it into like groups of 30 people and then oh. just go based on time. Oh, it would be... Gosh, a, that, that would, that would, be, day, it no. would be horrible. But then you could have people just come in when they need to. Sorry, so then there would be less people. We're like all cross country people, so. Yeah. Well, two of us aren't. Except. Well, speaking from Trent's experience, I feel like another thing that wouldn't be affected that much would be marching band, because you always do keep that distance from each other. You're not Mm -hmm. that close to each other. So that's one thing that I feel like would possibly stay the same. And Except golf. for it would like, be affected if, by the. Maybe would be affected by football, but like parades, festivals, competitions. Uh, I know well, that's. Which like I don't I don't think we need to talk about cross country so much because you can you can do cross country. You don't have to have meets every weekend to do cross country. With football, you kind of need those games. To yeah. yeah. We're not really getting that much money from cross country. I know it'll be a grind through the fall, but if you only need to do like four or five meets throughout the whole season, it's doable. It's not ideal, but it's doable. Don't yeah. the like individual sports programs? Don't they fund themselves, or do they get funding from the school itself? I think we get funding from the school. We get too. funding from yeah. athletic boosters. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And golf is definitely low risk. That's one that could definitely right. go. Yeah. 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 That would, that yeah. Golf. Yes. For like but, going into winter, like that's basketball. Well, right. ba- I have a, But what if 
Like, the thing what if we just yeah. cut out the fan? Like, no one can go into the game, but you have, like, cameras so you can yeah. live stream it, too. Which I feel like that just wouldn't... Uh, it yeah. works, it but would work, it's, but it, it works, wouldn't. But it's not ideal. It sounds good on yeah. paper. It wouldn't but work. I have a feeling something would. But I feel like well. a lot of kids would not play if that's how it well, was. Uh, I could see. It out. might be. It might might be the kids themselves. It might be the parents as well that yeah, don't want the their kids to play because not. of that because they want to be there and support their kids in a positive yeah. way. But like Rubble. assuming that everyone's willing to play, I could see two outcomes. Either we're gonna get a big second. Even if it's not that big, people are gonna freak out about the second wave. Yeah. They're gonna say that it's coming back, but as we reopen, it's just gonna happen. It's just gonna have to be something we deal with. But that's one. Things are gonna. When you get colder, your immune system goes down, so people are gonna be more vulnerable to it. And we're gonna be starting to reopen hopefully by then. So I, if that happens and if the school freaks out, we might not be able to have it. But. If we do open, then yeah, I don't think we'd be able to have crowds or anything. I feel, like, yeah. I feel like it's really crummy to just like take away all these kids' hard work, though. Yeah. But yeah. like how how you saw it at the state basketball tournament. Well, as they were warming up, people told them they couldn't play. Right. That, that would have been girls. awful. Yeah. 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 That we can't do that. You have to make no. a decision before the first mm-hmm. game. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Which like that's what we did with track. We did our workouts, and then. It's not like we were halfway through the season when they canceled it on us. We only yeah. had like a week and a half of practice under our belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't. Yeah. I feel like one thing that would be that could stay normal would be track. Well, some events in track, like yeah, right. field. I feel like it'd be fine. Like discus, shot put, long jump. Those would be fine. That's also not until the spring, though. So. Yeah. That. So those. Yeah. Oh, wow. This might all be settled down by then. Hopefully, we'll have a vaccine. And like you then. know, we haven't even considered the idea. Of maybe we could like go based on we don't have to have anything set in stone what if we offered that online courses for the first semester and then as time progresses we're considering like easing into the full school yeah. that would just depend. or we could offer like the first semester you have to do online and the second semester you can come in you don't have to oh i would tear out my hair oh I mean, my gosh things, things could change by then but i that's where you have to get in the programs and teach kids how to use it. I didn't think it was all that hard, but I know our class especially struggled a lot with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we need now that we have time to think about it, we have three months before we do any homework. We have we need to like get in and make sure that everyone knows how to use this and make sure that they understand the consequences if you slack off. I mean, I, I know that uh, apparently some people couldn't like edit the PDFs. Yeah. And that is a large problem if you can't do that. Which is why we should keep it to a few websites so we know how they run. Right. And Windows has a PDF editor most of the time. I just feel like we should take advantage of the time given to us to work out something. Like, we should be talking right now about how to integrate online schooling into next year. Because I feel like you can't open up right away. Right. Just And not have online schooling as even an option. Because that, that's going to have to be necessary. Otherwise, people are just going to leave. Yeah, yeah they're gonna we go do that. To people the... are probably going to be going to online, like to homeschooling program that there are. Like, if we just don't have any online schooling, just go straight to in-person teaching. Right, and mm-hmm. our school definitely could not like lose that many people. <laughs> no, 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 like, fifteen people in a class. And then that also poses the problem: if you come in, what are the guidelines for that? Like, do you have? A lunch in the cafeteria do you just stay in the same room all the time how many kids are in the room there's a lot of i think that'd be a good idea like having one thing is 
that might seem really bland in one day, but like having the teachers go, like maybe have them move around and have the same students sit in the same classroom. Yeah, I know. But not- then like we would get individual breaks when certain rooms would go out and like get to walk around a bit, mm-hmm. so we're not just sitting in the same place. Yeah, I know. Like other anything. countries have been doing that even before COVID hit. Yeah. If that's the case, I better not be ending up with some people that I think I'm going to end up with. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. But like, how many... We have some very small classrooms. You might be able to only fit... What, Half as many eight, people. Eight people in a classroom at a time. Yeah. That that would be tough. Mm-hmm. And for bigger schools, they usually have bigger classrooms. But right. yeah, I think they that if we do that... enrollment. Right. If right. we yeah. do that, we might have to like make sure that the elementary doesn't come. Just mm-hmm. so that we have enough room. Yeah. Another thing I think that we should think about is if, like, the music, if, like, music, that means, like, choir band, if, like, ag is going to be returning this next school year, if, if like, if we're only going with the essential, less, like, only essential classes, will those be making a return? Which, and that could affect someone's graduation, because that yeah, counts right. for credits. Like, oh, you yeah. have to yeah. think about yeah. things. And, like, that with this test placing, you have to get so many points on the test. Well, they yeah. can nullify that part, like, just, like, they knock can, it out. Yeah. Like, but, like, how, how much would you subtract, though? Right. Like, there's probably some... just, like, extracurricular. If, not extracurricular. if you were signed up for it, I think they would probably give you the credit for it, possibly. Right. Like, if, because, like, I'm signed up for ag and band for this next semester. I feel like if we didn't have those two classes, like you'd be given those two those credits for right. that class. And what yeah. about like ACTs and stuff? Because we wouldn't be learning as much as we probably should be to get ready for those. Exactly. They would probably change. The my tests. idea, I think we yeah. should just cut that out because it's just been so hectic lately. And what happens if COVID comes back and then we have to get out? Right. And then we're taking a test. Then you're taking a test at home. Yeah, and you know people are going to cheat on that. Oh, yeah. From what I've heard, those tests can put a lot of stress on some students. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there are a lot of places that are just... Testings, like, that kind of testing, it feels like it's slowly getting irrelevant. Right. Because there's so many, like, affirmative action programs. You could be having a bad day on that specific day, which you're taking a test on. Right. And it's like, that could make you do worse. Which, like, I feel it should have some substance, but I don't think it should determine that. Like, I feel like there should be a broad picture of your entire resume as a student. Yeah, like, if... Yeah. Because I know... It is definitely phasing out of relevance. I know that colleges either... Most colleges either look at only your ACT or only your GPA. They should look at both of them together along with everything like actually like they should look at your details especially throughout school like they're gonna have to take into account the class of 2023 went through two years of coronavirus class of 2022 went through two years class of 2024 and so on all the way down to like it's like everything's gonna have to be adapted into the future like even things that we don't consider now are gonna have to be adapted to fit what happened to us like we look like a small class but there's so many things that we affect that are going to have to be changed. Mm-hmm. And just think about, like, kindergartners. Some kindergartners probably never even learned to read yet. Right. And that can affect them all throughout elementary because they're already behind. If they're struggling in math, like, simple math, then that will affect them the rest of their school. So. Right. And that's, that's where parents can tie in as well. They can uh, at least try to teach their children how to read, how to, you know, the alphabet, yeah. stuff like that. I Luckily, children uh, are better at technology now. And it's also a lot easier for their brain to develop and learn new things because with the older you get, the harder it can be to process new information and keep track of it. So for younger kids, that's why in some other countries they start teaching you like a new language when you're like five or six and that's how they're like 
bilingual, trilingual, because they were introduced to those things at such a young, like, not a young language, a young age, they, because the brain is still developing, so they can process all that information. Yeah, I know, like, European countries do that, and in most European countries, over half of the people in those countries are bilingual. Yeah, bilingual. I can't even learn Spanish. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, one of the reasons that America, so Americans usually don't is because like, learn a second language is because we don't, well, is because America is just so large, yeah. and most people speak English. Most countries yeah. uh, have because English. Like, English is one of the biggest business languages, but like right. English is the first, and I think it's Spanish is the second one, I don't know. What but like, this is. doesn't apply to some Asian language, like Probably. China. This doesn't apply, like, strictly to languages. It's all the school. So right. now yeah. we have these, like, six, seven-year-olds that are missing two years of school. That's two big years of learning that right. they're missing out on. Right. And then, like, there are a lot of tough questions that has to be answered. I think we should take advantage of the three months off now. All right, that seems like a good point to wrap up on. Uh, thank you for listening to Potato Tomato. And thank you, Elizabeth, for coming. You're very welcome. Yeah.